the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. This is the sixth part in our spiritual checkup series of studies. This week, Dave looks at hearing and doing. The main reading is James chapter 1. Wonderful chapter. Um, again, we are continuing on our checkup, our spiritual checkup. We're still on about list, uh, looking at our hearing, how we hear, what we hear, who we listen to, and um, so key, isn't it? Because we can um, very clearly there. We we went two weeks ago. We looked at uh, three weeks ago now actually. Um, how we hear the sower parable, the careless hearer, hear the emotional hearer, sentimentality. The distracted hearer, which is a lot of where we are in the thorns and the thistles, or the careful hearer, the hearers, and and, and of course we have another one there, the forgetful hearer. So important to hear and to listen and actually listen to what is the Lord is actually saying. A man uh, was getting some pains in his feet and his uh, extremities. He went to the doctor, and the doctor said, "Hmm, I think this is gout, sir." All right, he said. What's that from? He said, "Well." Tell me a diet, you know. He said, oh, meat every day. Pork especially, he said, pork. Um, at least three times a week, he said. Okay, so there's your problem. He said, there's your problem. So he goes home and his wife said, oh, what did the doctor say? He said, I'm going to have this pain at least three times a week, he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it, it, it isn't, it, it's how we hear, isn't it? How we listen. And uh, as I just read all those, those uh, quotes the other day, the key, uh, the academic leader, the key to anything is the ability to listen. The ability to listen. And of course, as the word says, not just listening, but doing what he says. And God doesn't add anything to us, more revelation until we put that into place. But it is vital for our, our lives, just normally as human beings, but certainly as Christians, that we hear the word of the Lord. Um, Matthew 4, verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Yeah. So it's life, isn't it? The word of the Lord is life. That's why it is our priority. Our, our greatest priority is to hear what the Lord has to say. And of course, as we just delved with it, that's all to do with attitude and character and heart. The Lord's always linking heart to hearing. How our heart is, and uh, when we looked at Stephen's uh, 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 sermon, he said, you are uncircumcised of heart, you've got dull of hearing, and it was all a link, their heart was still back in Egypt. They weren't, they didn't want to hear what actually God truly said. Um, just, just going through Jeremiah, just finished Jeremiah, and um, remember they came to Jeremiah and they said, Jeremiah, tell us what the Lord says. He said, are you sure? He said, because, are you going to listen? Yes, we will listen, we will listen. He goes, 10 days, comes back with the word of the Lord. Don't you go to Egypt, stay here, and, and uh, ah, you're lying. And you, you couldn't write it, could you? You couldn't write it. I mean, you chuckled to yourself because it's so silly. Because they said, yes, we will hear the word of the Lord, we will listen. But they only wanted to hear what they wanted to hear. And when he said something again, they said, oh, no, 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 you, you made it up. You're working for the enemy. You're a liar. And uh, so it is life itself. It is life itself. Thankfully, because we are the Lord's, when we come to the Lord, the ability to hear his voice is ours. 
it is. The Lord opens our ears. Uh, Matthew 13, 40 to 17. Therefore I speak I to them in parables, because they see and see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this, for this people's heart is waxed gross, mm. and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I shall heal them. Mm. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and they're not seen them. Mm. And to hear those things which ye hear, and they've not heard them. So the Lord's opened eyes. He said, the Lord's opened ears. The prophets long to look into these things, but now you've seen him. Now you've heard him. He's right before your eyes. Um, but sadly, it can be right before our eyes, can't it? It can be clear to us, yet if we don't want to hear, and that's a sad thing. And God can't, in one sense, he won't, he won't violate our free will, will he? Um, and and we, so we, what have we got to do? We've got to say, Lord, I want to be open to everything you've got to say, even when it cuts against all the things uh, I, you know that I think and feel and do. Um, and because that's when the Lord comes and speaks. And uh, as we said in 1 Samuel 3, we'll look at that in a minute. Um, when the Lord has already spoken, if we've not put that into effect, don't expect extra revenue. Don't expect the Lord to speak anymore. Uh, but we are his children. We are his sheep. Um, we can hear his voice. John 10. The good shepherd and his sheep. Very truly I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate that climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. They know his voice. They know his voice. Now, again, as we'll look at in a moment, that takes uh, practice, listening, um, distinguishing between uh, what the world thinks what our flesh says, um, what our self says, and all those kind of things, um, even what um, even people in Christian circles may say. Not necessarily right by God's word, though, is it? Not right what God's actually speaking into our hearts. That's, so we need to, again, learn to distinguish between all those voices. Um, uh, and that, that's practice, as uh, we look at in Hebrews later on. But the Lord longs, the Lord is leading if we will but follow. I should remember showing that video about that shepherd in the east where they don't drive them with sheepdogs they lead them don't they and, and you, you saw him when he was I don't know what city it was it looked like Lebanon or something in Beirut or something and he's walking across the main road isn't he in front of him and he, all his sheep you, you wouldn't believe it if you didn't see it all his sheep are behind him following him it's a great picture you know they're going across the main road stop you know we're coming across and they're following him they're listening to him and uh, God wants us to attune our ears Every frequency open, even the frequencies that speak 
all against the grain sometimes, isn't it? Um, but thankfully, it's, if, we are, if we are looking for that, if we are harder towards him, we will hear. Listen to what Jesus said to Pilate, uh, John 18. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Therefore, Pilate said to him, So you are a king, Jesus answered. You say correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Everyone who wants the reality, the truth, hears my voice. Now, truth is wonderful, isn't it? When it's saying, Dave, where are you? you're loved. Um, Dave, you, you're doing a great job. You're wonderful. But of course, truth always says, Dave, you're a sinner. Dave, there's, there's areas in your life that are, they need straightening up. Um, thankfully, he doesn't do them all at once, does he, the Lord? We'd be, we'd be way under. <laughs> One at a time, step by step, but walk me this way. Uh, but the, the, it's all to do with the heart. Do I want truth? Do I really want to hear the voice of the Lord? So it, the Lord opens our ears. The Lord, we can hear his voice. That's the ability the Lord gives us when we come to him, when we receive him into our life. With faith, faith comes by hearing. Hear, how can they hear unless someone goes and tells them? How can they? Faith comes by hearing. But of course, it has to be mixed with faith, that what we hear. Otherwise, what the, the, it'll fall to the ground. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, 1 and 2. Therefore, since the promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which was, which they, they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. See, the word is no profit, even tonight, the word is no profit for us tonight unless we actually get all of it by faith. And faith is not just a belief, is it? It's actually acting out what we know to be true. So that's, that's an attitude. Um, so the ability is given. We can hear the voice of the Lord. The Lord's always longs. We pick up God's word and God is speaking. We maybe look next week at how lots of, so many different ways the Lord speaks to us, isn't it? Um, uh, of course, primarily for God's word. doesn't contradict God's word. God's word is the standard. But there are so many other ways the Lord longs to speak into our lives. But the ability is, I was worried about this word, but we have to, be, the alacrity. You like that word? That's a good one for you. The willingness, the eager, the disposition, the compliance. The Bible says, time is it. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Now there's... Uh, there's a willingness. There's got to be a, a choice there. Let him hear. If you, you, You've got the, the ability to hear, but you have to let him hear. Um, and that, again, those, that, all, all those contexts and those tenses are in the same tense. We keep saying it, present, continuous. Not one-off. Believing, repenting, confessing. Not a one-off. It's, a, it's ongoing. It's all the time. Not just, I heard God speak yesterday. Fantastic. You know, God's got something else to say today. Got something else to speak into your life today. 
if you've, if you've actually done something with what you did here yesterday, of course. So the he was in here, let him hear. And we come to this lovely story. Uh, we looked at it the other Sunday morning of 1 Samuel 3. And we see the attitude um, of, of Samuel and uh, the, the, just the longing, the attentiveness, understanding who he was, understanding who God was, and the, just the longing. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Notice the key to listening and to hearing God's word is the, is the servant heart, the ability to say, Lord, whatever you say. Mary said, Lord, be it unto me according to your word. We look at it and say, when we look back in the context, that was an awesome statement. Uh, and the consequences that could have ensued. Let's read 1 Samuel 3, 1 to 10. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call my son, lie down again. And Samuel did not get, not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am for you, did, did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be. If he calls you, you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel, Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called us at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. Yeah, amen. Um, yeah, we looked a little bit about Eli, didn't we, on that Sunday morning, how, how far away from the Lord he'd gone, how he, he preferred steak um, over serving the Lord and uh, squaring up his children and they honoured his children before the Lord and all those things. But uh, even even then in his, his, his state, he pointed, he knew. And you know what? Even when sometimes we, we, we think we've passed it, we're old, and maybe, you know, sometimes we, we've missed something the Lord wanted us to do. Even then, the Lord can use us to say, look, there's another generation that can, can be used of the Lord. Samuel, this is what you need to do. I, in one sense, I missed it. He'd missed it because he'd heard from my God and he hadn't done anything with it. Remember we saw the chapter before, Eli, this is what you need to do. You've not squared up your kids. You've not taken them out of ministry. They shouldn't be there. He didn't do it. Why? Because the Bible says he loved the food. He loved 
he was getting fat on the food. Um, and so, but even then, thankfully, God can still use us. You may say, Dave, what can God, look, we can point the next generation something and say, look, this is what you need to do. And I can tell you from experience, you know, I, I might have missed it, but you know, oh, the Lord is still longing to speak into our hearts and lives. And we see Samuel, we, we have those three words, here I am, which is wonderful. The availability, the readiness, the openness, the willingness to do anything, recognition of the call, recognition of our position, our need, uh, putting ourselves in the place where you say, God, anything, anything. And that's the key, isn't it? Servanthood. Just, Lord, what anything. What do you want me to do? And uh, that's what he was trying to get over to the, the disciples, isn't it? They were young men, and of course, they, they were just, that's their idea was thinking who was going to be the next in charge, who was the best, who was the greatest. And the Lord said, boys, how long have I been here with you now? You know who I am, yet I serve. And of course, to just change their thinking, he washes their feet right to the, That was one of the last things he did before their eyes, so just reminding them, look, it's serving. It's seeing a need and meeting it, allowing God's word to take effect. And that's the, 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 the heart of hearing, Lord, whatever you say. That's what he was saying. You, I'm assuming, whatever you ask me to do. Now that's a, 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 well, a wonderful, and a, a dangerous is a strong word, but because God, you know, God longs to use us. And you look at that again, I was reading into Ezekiel, and he said, Ezekiel, you know, uh, your wife is going to die. Your, your, your loved one is going to die. Don't you dare mourn for her. You mourn internally. And, and the things, the, 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 Jeremiah, you're not going to get married. Careful now. Um, <laughs> I, well, yes. Um, and, and all these things, they went through. Hosea, go and take a wife, but not the one you, you were picking. You go and take a wife that has a reputation. Because why? Because God is longing to use me and you to show our families, our workmates, our friends, what God can do with a person who's given over to him, who's listening to him. And all that we can speak the words of the Lord into their hearts. And um, just, you know, being ready, isn't it? Sometimes we can be, you know, I don't know about you, but after I've had a conversation, I'm thinking, I could have said something there. Oh, there's an opportunity there to, just to drop a word in or say something, and I've missed it. And Lord, I mean to be listening to you. And bold, isn't it? That, that wise as serpents is, and as harmless as, as doves. So hearing the word, an attitude of servanthood will guarantee hearing the voice of the Lord. Now, let's go back to the sower parables and two verses there from the different, uh, obviously Matthew, Mark and Luke, you find it all in there. And they'll, they'll always have different, um, enhancing different things. Be looking at it from different. So that's why it's good if, if it's a parable or a healing, look at all the Gospels because they all come from a different direction and always show you something else. This is what Luke says, Luke 8, 18 to 21. Take heed therefore how ye hear, for whosoever hath to him shall be given, and whosoever hath not shall him be taken away, even that which seemeth he to have. Then came he to his mother and his brethren, and could not they could not come at him for the price. And it was told him by certain um, which said, Thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to see thee. And he answered and said unto them, My mother and my brethren are those which hear the word of God. Take care how you listen, and then just to emphasize it, See, remember what we say, keep reading of the verses around it, just to re-emphasize what it, it, the importance of how we hear and, and to keep hearing, his, mama, his mother and brothers are coming and they said, 
they want to see you. And uh, Jesus says, oh, who are my mother and brothers? Those who hear and look, observe, watch over, do my word. That's amazing, amazing. So take care how we listen, not listening to what we want. The devil is great at distracting us, isn't he? Taking us away, but giving undisturbed, undistracted time to the Lord to listen to him is his due, really, isn't it? It just makes common sense, perfect sense. Yet it means putting everything aside, just stepping aside, getting into his presence. And um, that takes time and discipline, getting all of ourselves, getting into God's word. But the most important thing, the only thing that really counts, really, isn't it? <laughs> Nothing else really matters. Because if we're in God's word, if we're listening to him, everything else is, is moved and blessed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our relationship, we talked about relationships on Sunday, is, is the key. Because we now we're listening to him. So when things are not going so well, uh, that, that verse comes, doesn't it? Dave, love your wife as Christ loves the church. Oh, Lord. But that's his word. See, if I don't put that into action, don't expect any more revelation from the Lord. In all the other things the Lord is saying, on all the issues that we know of, if we're not putting those into place, you know, our, our giving, our putting the Lord first, Seek first the kingdom. We know we understand that. Now that's a process sometimes, but it, it's all about choosing, choosing. So how we listen. About Mark 4, the sower parable again, but what does he say here? Um, Mark 4, 23, 25. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he was saying to them, take care <coughs> what you listen to. Mm-hmm. By your standard of measure, it was... It will be measured to you, and more will be given you beside. For whoever has to him more shall be given, and whoever does not have even what he has shall be taken away from him. So now he's saying, be careful what you listen to. And it could mean who as well. But what you listen to, isn't it amazing what rubbish we allow into our ear gate? And to our ear gate as well, it's definite. And the Bible says, be careful. Um, you know, the studies, you can go through many studies, have shown that what you listen to affects and changes your thinking. Uh, it, it is no, you know, surprise to us that a lot of those youngsters that have uh, gone into those schools in America shooting people up, and you go and, listen, you go and see what they've been listening to and been watching, and uh, it's demonic. You know, that, that's what they've been listening to. It's no, it's not, not surprise to us, is it really? Or surprise to... Nowadays, psychologists, they will tell you what you surround yourself with will begin to change you. I remember, I remember many years ago, I think it was Winky Prantney, <laughs> a great name, but a great teacher as well, and saying from the 1950s to the 1980s, child crime went up something like 10,000% in America. And, and the, the one factor that changed was TV. In the 50s, a few people had TV, didn't they? You know, you can go back, if you watch the uh, coronation, you probably had to go to someone out, someone's house, did you? Or, or if you had a couple of bob, you might have had a TV. But the, the, the correlation was TV invaded every household in those intervening years. And crime, especially child's crime, went through the roof. And, and so we take what we hear, present continuous tense, let him who hears, how we are listening, ongo- ongoing hearing of what we're listening to. 
Very interesting in, in Luke 18 where he says, uh, and, and Mark there, if you haven't listened, that which you have will be taken from you. So it is vital how we listen, what we listen to, because it will determine revelation and our ongoing growth. Fruitfulness, as we said, listening in Luke 8, fruitfulness and shining and showing him is determined by how we listen and what we've actually done with God's word. What does he say? Don't be hearers of the word, be doers of it. Be doers of it. Um, so there, there it is. But it is a choice. Let's read this. We read it uh, three weeks ago, but it is still a wonderful thing. It just again encourages us to um, choose the right way. Uh, Luke 10. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that she had made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Remember, choice, choice. We have to put ourselves in the way of the word of the Lord, and then the will of the Lord and the work of the Lord we follows when we hear and we say, Lord, I know this is true in your word. But it isn't true in my life. Now I've got to start making it true. I've got to start making it possible and making the way for it, whatever that is, um, uh, inactive. But it is a choice. And um, because even when we're saved, we have free will. But you know what? Well, we have the ability now to do what the Lord asked, don't we? Because God, the Lord's Holy Spirit is within us, empowering us to do what we need to do. We have a choice. And Mary chose the right thing. Uh, as we said three weeks ago, Martha was the one who invited him in. Martha was the one who took the initiative, um, but Mary reaped the blessings. And uh, that's wonderful sometimes, isn't it? Um, sometimes we haven't done anything, but we reap the blessings. Um, uh, when someone gets even distracted, someone, someone's prayed the blessing in, someone's prayed the blessing down, and they might get distracted, but we've, God's good, isn't he? God is good. And uh, thankfully, he, he straightened Martha out. But choice waiting, watching daily. Uh, let's read Proverbs 8. This is, this is wisdom calling, wisdom calling. Proverbs 8, 32-36. Now then, my sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not ignore it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my doors, <coughs> waiting at my doorway. For whoever finds me finds life. And receives favour from the Lord. But whoever fails to fight me harms himself. All who hate me love death. Watching, waiting, daily. At my, at my gates. I'm, I'm waiting to see what he's he got to say. Wisdom is taught. I'm waiting and anticipating. And of course, uh, uh, that watching there is to be sleepless. Uh, what do you say the disciples are? Come on, boys. Couldn't you stay awake? Couldn't you stay awake? Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, come on, get yourself shaken up. And also the word waiting is the word shama. Remember the watchman, the watchman anointing? They're watching, they're waiting, and waiting for the word of the Lord. And, and, and the, what, what is it saying? It's, that's the most important thing. That's my priority. What you think, Lord, what you say. And that's why Jesus said, I do nothing, I say nothing. 
Nothing I do is without the Father say so, without his direction. And again, we must remind ourselves, he worked and he lived through his humanity, not through his divinity. He lived through his humanity by the power of the Holy Spirit. So he can say, right, look at me and say, Dave, you can do it as well, because I did it. You can do it because I did it. But it is daily watching, listening, attentiveness. Um, and of course, sometimes just uh, as the anagram of listen is what? Silent. Silent. Sometimes. Being quiet. Being quiet. And some of us don't like being quiet too much, do we? Um, but there's a, there's a place where we say, Lord, you know, we, we, we've gone through praise. Remember the voice of the Lord? We've gone through praise. We've gone through worship. We're in his presence now. Hearing this voice, hearing his voice. Um, but it is the process of, of practice as well, listening. Let's read uh, Hebrews 5. Of whom we have many things to say, and how to get to seeing our door of hearing, for when the time for for when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full of age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Your hearing has become lazy, sluggish, dull of hearing. Again, it isn't the amount of knowledge we have, is it? It's the amount of knowledge we're actually living out. And that's, that's really the bottom line, because he's talked about practicing. The word is where we get the word gymnastics from, where they've exercised. Those gymnasts, supple, strong, and uh, I always fancy, I can never do gymnastics at all. Forward roll, backward roll, sausage roll, that was about my limit. And... Uh, <laughs> When they tried to do a somersault, oh, that was me finished. But you look at a gymnast, hours of practice, and uh, you know there's not an ounce of, of fat on them, is it? They, they, they the because they're throwing themselves all their body. So he, he, and of course, the idea then in the, in that society, Greek society, was actually to to run with nothing on, no hindrances. That's what they did, and they, they, it was just absolutely all all hindrances, nothing to stop them hindering the work of the Lord, what the Lord has to say, and actually doing it. And of course, again, the Hebrew context was they were dull of hearing. They lost sight of the Lord. They were going to turn back. And he said, keep your eyes on it. Open your ears. If you hear the Lord's voice, do not harden your heart as you did in Meribah and Massa. And that word, that verse comes up a couple of, or three or four times there, just to remind them to hear and to practice doing God's word. Uh, thankfully, we can do that, can't we? Um, day by day, for example, the Lord says, give thanks in all, in all things. Give thanks for all things. Praise the Lord. Make a sacrifice of praise. Well, now you can do that tomorrow, can't you? You can get up and you can actually physically say, bless, if you're on your own, you can, give it, you can carry on, can't you? you don't, no one's going to look at you. If, if you're living with people, just keep it down a little bit. Just, you know. But you can praise the Lord. You can give him thanks. You see, that's actually taking God's word and putting it into practice. Practice it. Pray at all times. Keep a God consciousness. Lord, I'm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name. And as we walk through the day, we, we're, we're just attuning our ears to him. You see, that's practicing. Doing as God says. Going out of our way to do something or speak something or help somebody. 
just being observant and we saw and observant sometimes we don't see things going on and see see how people are doing and how people need just a word of the lord in their lives see that's practicing knowing god's word and put it into practice thankfully uh, god's word is not um I, I say it can be difficult but it's not um so out of our thinking that we can't understand it it's simple it is simple not necessarily uh, easy to do different things isn't it simple but it takes choice so we, we are doing that we are doing that listen to what the lord says about his words uh, resting and allowing it to take take up residence luke 9 luke 9 they were all amazed at the majesty of god but while everyone everyone marveled at all the things which jesus did he said to his disciples let these words sink into your ears. Mm. For the Son of Man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men. But they did not understand this saying, and it was hidden from them, so they did not perceive it, and they were afraid to ask him about this saying. Let these words sink. I like that word, rest. Take up resonance. Remember we did the, the threefold um, uh, dynamic growing Christianity, how, what we do, it's receiving, it's building in our lives, receiving, raising, and releasing. And allowing the word of God to take up. So what is uh, Colossians says? Let the word of God dwell in you richly. It's a beautiful word. Uh, let it dwell in you. He said, let these words sink into you. Now, again, what's the context? The context is now he's just healed a, a young lad of epilepsy. The, the disciples couldn't do it. And people were amazed. But he said, careful now, now, now. Don't get distracted, diverted. That's wonderful, but that's not what I came for. That's not my main purpose. My main purpose is to be betrayed and die. See, see don't get sidetracked. Let these words, because we can get sidetracked, can't we? No, we want miracles. We need miracles. But, you know, unless someone's really saved, we've seen people who've been touched and healed, but have still walked away from the Lord. Um, so he said, "Get the purpose. Get let these words settle. My main purpose was to be betrayed and died uh, for sin, and of course, what stopped the word of God there was fear. They were frightened to ask, and just a little bit further, self-promotion. Two things that will stop us hearing the word of the Lord: fear, or oh, Lord, I can't do that. Oh, well, I can't do that because this, 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 and this. We're afraid." Instead of walking in faith, Lord, you've told me that. Oh, I can see, I can see this going to cause trouble there. But in faith, I'm going to make it happen. And of course, self-promotion, what will they think of me? Ah, what the devil, the devil always says, what will they think of me? What will they think of me? Dave, what will they think of you if you do that, if you say that, if you live like that? self will stop us hearing God's word. Um, and our last verse, uh, this wonderful, wonderful uh, promise to those who hear observe, watch over, look, hedge about God's word. Uh, Luke 11. It happened, as he, as he spoke these things, a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the woman that born you and the breast that nursed you. He said, More than that, blessed are those who hear the word of, word of God and keep it. Blessed rather are those who hear and you observe and keep it, watch over it. That's the blessing of God. Thankfully, because we're all the Lord's tonight, we have the ability to hear his voice, hear his, his promptings in our hearts. Now, if the Lord is, is, is uh, gone dim, 
We need to backtrack, backtrack. What does he say? The Lord shakes the, the wilderness of Kadesh. Uh, from Psalm 29, we place of Kadesh was where they first went into, or first tried to go into, and didn't. So they came back 40 years later. Where did they come back to? Kadesh. Again, the Lord shakes even those places that uh, we, we should have done or must do, put into place what God's already told us to do so we can go on to greater revelation. What's the Lord said to us? Well, the Lord asked us. What's the Lord said? Dave, that needs to be put into place. That needs to be done or not to be done. Um, let's hear the word of the Lord. Uh, it's a lost and dying world that needs the word of the Lord. Um, and we need to, to hear it be in our hearts, to be on our lips for those lost and around us. Hey, bless the Lord. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.